Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. It's the sun and it's shining and there's grass greening and there's kids playing. What's that? Morals and values? <laughs> okay. Oh, that sounds fun. Gee, I guess. I got to go to this camp. Oh, there's lots of other kids doing the same thing. Oh, this will be fun. Everybody's kissing. Everybody's making out. What's happening? Oh, oh wait, I get to go rollerblading. And learn about Jesus? How fun. Oh, wow. Making memories forever. That's the opening. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. It's okay. Hi. Welcome to The Brighter Side, everybody. I'm Amber Nelson, and I hope you have a blessed, wonderful day. And also laughing was Eddie Ewing. How's it going? He's the, the man with the sound. He makes it all happen. I do. If you weren't here, we would just be talking into microphones and nothing would be recording. <laughs> uh, so today's conversation is summer camp, Christian summer camp, to be honest. I was kind of laying in bed this morning and I talked to my mother and she went and visited the Ark, Noah's Ark. Did you know that? The actual Ark? Yeah, they, they rebuilt it somewhere in the Midwest. Oh, so not the actual like remnants. No, I think that's just like disappeared and no one knows what's up. I've and, seen like, a lot of like documentaries on like... History Channel, like, mm -hmm. did we find Noah's Ark? And it's, like, always, like, a piece of wood up in a mountain somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. all really excited. And you're like, maybe it's just some wood. But if it's, like, driftwood in a mountain, then maybe something. Yeah. Maybe something, something Why happened. is there wood up in the mountain like that? Uh-oh. Spooky town. Spooky <laughs> stories. But they, I don't know how they, she was like, they recreated it right from the Bible. And I was like, I've read the Bible, but I don't remember, like, where the Ark was mentioned. Or, like, or like the dimensions of it. I mean... I think it's all, like, old term. If I remember correctly, it's mm -hmm. all, like, old-timey terms for measurement. Oh, you like, know? one arm's length of wood? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's scholars yeah. that know all this information. One virgin child length of <laughs> a beam? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people with nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and they figured it out. But she visited the Ark, and she was like, and it solved a lot of questions I had always growing up. Like, how did they fit the animals? And it's so simple. They just made them. They brought them babies. 
Yeah. So they, that does make sense. They brought him as babies. Yeah, because he had less room. Because yeah. I'm like, Who's, who has room for elephants? You're not, yeah, you're not fitting like an elephant, two elephants, I guess, and a, two giraffes and oh. whatever else they had. Back yeah, it's then. too tall. Its head would poke out, like they do in the pictures when the giraffe's head is poking out the, oh, the ship. That. Oh, uh, yeah. And then one bird <laughs> flying around. <laughs> the birds got it easy during that time. Yeah, because they just land on the boat and then yeah, fly away. They, like, yeah. They don't have to, like, sit and bitch, you know, and listen to Karen the giraffe, like, <laughs> bitch again. You're like, shut up. We get it. You know? uh, Imagine, like, your spouse dying or, I mean, I guess, I don't know, your spouse dying or, like, maybe your spouse is a horrible person. Right. On the ship. Like, imagine yourself as a hippo. Right. And they bring another hippo on. Uh-huh. And your hippo friend is like, why do you hate my life? You know? <laughs> Just one of those fuddy daddies. And you're like, God damn it, I gotta fucking be this. Well, you know what? I think that explains maybe what happened to the dinosaurs. They were a bunch of little bitches brought on the ship. Maybe they brought, like, maybe a T-Rex brought a, 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 a naggy... Uh, T-Rex. I don't want to be sexist. <laughs> or it could have been the other way around, and they just went whoops and threw yeah. them overboard, and then they couldn't. There yeah. it is. Just a misogynist T-Rex, and she's yeah. like, I'm not fucking you. <laughs> My mom did say that they brought dinosaurs on the boat. but No, but the, that that doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. Well, she's, she also went and visited the Creationist Museum, and they right. think that humans and dinosaurs live together. Which I like. I mean, that's pretty rock and roll. Yeah. Why not? It's pretty I mean, cool. Wishful, wishful thinking for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of those dinosaurs with like the, the, it looks like a rhino, but it's got a big old head on it. Triceratops. There you go. Yeah. Fucking ride that, baby. Yeah. With yeah. a lasso. I, w- I think I would ride, so you would ride that. I would probably ride a pterodactyl, mm. you know? Oh, the flying the one. The flying one. Hell yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. That's what I would do. And you'd have like a spear and like, ah, and like throw it down at people. Oh, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So I was Uh, raised Southern Baptist, and we were taught that the earth has only been around like a few thousand years, and um, humans live with dinosaurs. Right. And I went to college. I got a scholarship to college, which saved my life because I wouldn't have been able to go. But first class was anthropology. And this woman, Mm. who is now a world-renowned anthropologist at LSU, she comes in and she says, the earth has been around for billions of years. And I was like, what? Like, my mind was just blown. Yeah. College does make you a liberal lesbian. <laughs> I mean, do you think it, so was it Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because there's, like, no, like, hard earth in Louisiana that, like, the bones, like, they don't get the concept of, like, fossils? Maybe. You know, like, like because when you, when you bury someone in, in the swamps, like, you can't really, they don't stay down. Oh, they don't stay down. They don't the stay swamps. down. <laughs> so I know that because <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> yeah, and fun fact there's also no basements in Louisiana. Right. Maybe right. some people have them. I don't know if you got hard enough ground, but yeah. no basements. Well, it said, like, at first, I should have brought my Bible. Dag nabbit. Yeah. Because uh, I had it and I was looking at it, but it's like, oh, it's like a precious thing I own. It was for my aunts from the 1940s. Right. So it's like, you know, I can't lose that. I was just at the bookstore before here, so I wish I would have known. Oh, we didn't bring our Bibles, I Eddie. Bought a copy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God's shaking his head at us. Um, um, but yeah, like I think it says, uh, but should have brought it. But yeah. it's the earth. There was a thing, and God said, let there be light. Right. And then it was just like seven days of the earth. So they believed that the seven days, it was just like literal seven days. Yeah, but I remember. Um, and I remember our pastor said similarly, but he was also always, he was one of those 
guys that would try to kind of like explain the Bible scientifically. So he said he, um, I believe he explained that in the Bible it said a day is like a thousand years or there's some kind of weird time loophole. So maybe seven days was like seven million years. Maybe. That would make sense. Remember we had that smart guy on and he said when you're taller and bigger, time is different. The science boy. Yeah, the science boy. The Jeopardy boy. Yeah. He said when you're taller, I'm I'm just imagining God, this big old tall man with a beard. I just imagine (laughs) for a second. He's like time moves differently, I guess. Right. Because if you are a celestial being, like why would a day be our concept of a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I wonder like an ant. They must experience a day like. Oh, you're right. Like a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. And like fruit flies, that's why they die so quickly. And they're just like, get it over with. And it's only been a day. Oh, that's nuts. That makes me real like, that that like shakes me to my core when I think about that. Oh, yeah? Like Like bug time and bug time, bug lifespan. Oh, man. How we're like gods to them. Really, if you think about it. We are. You know, we could like, we're giant. We can kill them at will. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think's more cruel? So imagine you're a fruit fly. You're mm-hmm. only living for 24 hours. And you're born underneath a glass. And the glass is turned upside down on the table. Right. And that's your whole world. And you've got maybe five more seconds of our time, probably like an hour of fly time. Um, is it more cruel to leave the glass on the table mm-hmm. or to lift it up? Hmm. I think it's more Leave cruel it on the table. To leave it on the table? Yeah. Let that fly experience the real world before he passes. But then what if the fly's like, I missed this my whole life. I never got to have it. Oh my gosh. And then it dies. And it's like, I never got to, maybe not even an hour, maybe like just a few seconds. Of it just sounds like, like the Truman Show. Oh, really? You ever see the Truman Show? Yeah. Yeah, where the, he gets out of the bubble. Oh, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for this 20-year-old movie. It's <laughs> a good movie, but he gets out of the bubble. I don't he know. He gets how- out of the bubble, and I guess he's maybe like 45 at that time. I uh-huh. don't know. But, I mean, I would rather, yeah, totally. I would rather discover something crazy before I, my last, if I was like 100 and, yeah, you know, I discovered a un- new universe or something, I would love that. That would be what a way to go for that fly. Yeah, but then you know? what if like the universe is perfect and good, and you're just like, oh, I never got to like live that, you know? And then you know ne- you're, it's yeah. kind of like you die, like, oh well, I'm happy, you know, just kind of dumb and happy. So you'd rather have the, you'd rather stay in the glass. I'd rather way. stay in the glass. Okay. I mean, yeah. I would personally rather be out of the glass, but I think it's, I'd rather like the fly to stay in the glass. Right, right. Just don't let it know. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Like if I knew about a secret world where like. You know, everybody was happy and fruit was juicy. I don't think I'd tell people about it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Need, I mean, I would have to tell, like, my parents. You'd have to. Or, like, my closest friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess the work gets out at that point. <laughs> but, yeah, I couldn't. Now everybody's knowing about it. Yeah. I think I would rather not know because I wouldn't be able to, like, not tell everybody. Like, hey, guys, so, like, I found the Garden of Eden, you know? Right, right. And they'd be like, well, fucking take me to it. <laughs> And now I got to bring all these buddies. It was like getting invited to a cool party. And they're like, only one. No plus one. You're like, all right, right, got it. Yeah. No, no. You're rolling with some friends. And like, what the fuck are you doing? I know. I I just, I'm not a covetous person. I'm covetous with like, you know, like Panda Express. But like when it comes to like riches and, you know, I can't like, I got to, I feel guilt. A lot of guilt. Oh, without sharing it? Which probably ties back to our theme, having that guilt throughout your life. Having the guilt. But having you're, the guilt. But you're not, you won't share your Panda Express? <sighs> yeah, I mean. 
it's a it's a weird thing to share. Noodles are weird to share because you yeah, slap on them. Well, right, right. Like if I go to like a like a, a restaurant where it's like sharing style, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's because I grew up like not having a lot of like uh, uh, wonderful food. Like we we had good food, but it was never like that kind of like oh like that flavorful, rich, like bountiful. You know, so grapes and a freshly cooked turkey. Right, right. So, yeah. like, I I, re- I think when I'm around like a family style restaurant and you have the sharing plates, I get a little anxious. Like, I get a little like, you know, understandable. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with three older brothers, so it was like dinner time was like hungry dogs. Like, <laughs> you'd put the food down and back away. You it's, know, my dad always jokes that when my family eats at a table. And we, it's like that scene in Jurassic Park where they lower the cow down into the, (laughs) (laughs) into the trees. (laughs) There it is. Yeah. So it sounds like you had a really positive experience growing up with church. What was your like summer camp like? Like, did you kiss a girl, a boy? Here's it. So I went to like this place and it was in kind of like, not a commune, but it had a commune vibe. It was a bit. It was a big neighborhood in the woods. Did um, you wear like linen robes and do no, yoga? No, no, like nothing culty. It just kind of had that kind of, you know, they had a big community hall where they ate like a big meal like once a month together, and nice. it was all like older people. It's like Methodist. It's like all, and there's families in there, and it was just a very unusual place. Mm-hmm. But it was in like the backwoods. Um, not too far from like the Pine Barrens, I don't think, in New Jersey. So interesting, just like a lot of like you know lakes and woods and. That sounds beautiful and spooky. It is. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Like, yeah. was there mist rising above the oh, lake yeah. in the morning? Oh, oh, yeah. And it was d- green. Like you hear the crickets at night. Wow. You know, it was just so nice. Um, and that's where you went to church or to camp? No, just to camp. So they had like some kind of like tie-in with my church, and it was free. Wow. So that's why we went because it was free, um, and. There was always a camp called Delanco Camp where the kids that paid for it went in my church. Mm-hmm. And they were a little more like normal, you know, like a little more together. But the camp I went to was very unusual. Um, oh, they would just like throw a ball in a field and be like, go play. Well, there was I, I went to the normal camp with like the sports and all that. And I stayed for like two nights and I left. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I hated it so much. Um, was it just too male aggro? Yeah. Yeah. And then I went back the next summer to music, arts, and drama there camp you go. there, which I fit in nice. unsurprisingly very well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah. And that was a, a great, I went there for like three or four summers mm-hmm. and yeah, a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of growing up type things happened. And That's great. You know, yeah. There's so. a lot of like gender reinforcement in the church. Right, or this one, there was not any at all. None, of, yeah. Because no, no. in mine, it was like boys over here, girls over here. Like yeah. you are not allowed to mingle. Really? And when they did, they would just like all hook up and freak out. And I'm like, of course, because you're keeping R- them all separate. that repression. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, and I wanted to like learn more about the Bible and like take these accelerated courses. And they said, no, you can't do that because you're a girl. Yeah. Like you <laughs> go over here and you learn. Girls how- don't read. What yeah, are you, you talking about? You don't read. <laughs> You go and like we're supposed to make a pamphlet about our our marriage and what we want it to look like. Your marriage? Yes. That's that's terrifying. I'm it sorry. is. But I mean, a lot of like I will say, the girls loved it. I did not. I was kind of confused and I didn't know what to do. Right. Uh, but all the other girls were like, I want this dress. I want it to be like this, and I want this kind of man. And like, and they wanted you to budget it out. And I think that's like really important. It you is know? smart to budget. Yes. I was never taught that growing up. Yeah, you never taught that. And no. a lot of like. 
gender norms, I guess, the women do the budgeting. The man goes to work, and he comes home, and he takes the paycheck, and he just gives it to the wife. And the wife spends all the money. Yeah, well, she gets the beans and the rice and the, the coats for the kids. <laughs> so she, <laughs> You know, she, like, budgets everything out and, like, sees what they need. And the man just comes home and, like, cracks open a cold one. Uh, well, yeah. it's Coca-Cola because it's, you know, Cause it's Christian. So that's what so they, taught, they taught you that? Yeah. Like, they said, like, the woman... The, I mean, it wasn't like inherent. The woman gathers the beans and the rice and the man drinks Coca-Cola. <laughs> it was a weird camp. <laughs> no, it was like, uh, it was just kind of reinforced. It wasn't like outright said, but right. it was just the lifestyle, the home. You know, ever since I could like reach the cabinet, I was cooking with my aunts and my mother, you know. Right, right. Um, yeah. Which is good. There's good lessons. And they did teach me some good lessons. Like when you're packing for the camp, don't pack anything that you can't lift over your head. And That's I, smart. Yeah, very smart. Because I see people on planes nowadays, they 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 throw those heavy ass things up in the thing, and it, it holds the whole plane up. Yeah, and, then and I'm it, the one that always has to get it down for everybody. Yeah, and they can't lift it, and they're like, "I need your help." Yeah. and I'm like, "What if nobody was here? What would yeah. you do?" You got to pack light. Get a pack light. You got to pack, pack, yeah, with purpose. Pack with purpose. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just struggling to lift it over their head. I'm like, you, you're requiring someone else to help you. Right, right. That's not Which cool. I don't mind helping people, you know. But, but still, what if you blow if, your back out? Right, right, you know. It, that's why I got to go to a church camp because they'll teach you to be... <laughs> To be, uh, what's the word? Minimal. Minimal. Minimalist. I would go, I would go like every summer and there was one summer that I decided I don't want to go anymore and it was in Tennessee and I took a, cause they have all these like extracurricular classes when you're not learning the Bible. Right. And I took rollerblading (laughs) and I was like rollerblading in the mountains. I hate rollerblading. I hate skating. I hate being on these stupid wheels. Really. And then I was just like, I realized like, I was like, I don't like this. And then the, the minister was like do it or something or something about God. Well, God helps those who help themselves. And I just kind of like took my skates off and walked away. (laughs) And I was like, what are they going to fucking do? Like, Oh, this isn't school. Like I'm not going to get punished. Right. Yeah. You know, I just went and I laid in my bed and that's when I discovered like this boy and girl, they were like hooking up next door and I could hear it because they both played hooky on their thing. How old were you? Um, I think like eighth grade. Wow, so pretty young. Pretty young. I mean, they weren't having sex. I could right, just hear them talking and kissing. They were, yeah, having yeah. fun. They were having fun. They probably had sex. I, I kind of missed out on that at camp because I I had a crush on uh, the minister's son. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Who was my bunkmate. Yeah, and that was know. a whole dramatic point of my life. My um, gosh. Did he yeah. like you back? No, but, I mean, to a young kid, like, I mean, maybe. I don't know. It, it was... It was, you know, I was maybe like 12, 13. And you knew you were gay? No, no. But, yeah. I mean, if you just met me back then. <laughs> <laughs> you had a little bow tie. <laughs> Singing opera. Yeah, with my Sarah McLaughlin CD. Like, it's not, <laughs> you know, not hard to guess. Oh, um, man. I took an Uber pool one time, and this little boy, he was like eight years old. And I was like, what's your favorite superhero? And he's like, Poison Ivy. Gay. <laughs> that was me. That was you. Was all, oh man, Poison Ivy. When that movie came out, I think I was maybe like six or seven. Oh man, I drug my dad to the theater like four times to see that movie. <laughs> and your yeah. dad was like, "My boy's gay." Um, I don't know. He probably I, liked Uma Thurman, really. Right. I mean, who doesn't like Uma Thurman? Oh, she's yeah. she's amazing. Smoke show. Yeah, but uh, 
yeah, I can't believe it now. I think I have to apologize to him. Like, I'm sorry for <laughs> dragging you to the worst Batman movie. <laughs> oh, man. So were you, were you in the bunk uh, beds just, like, talking at night? Oh, yeah, all like, night. What's your favorite color? Yeah, it was very, like, a slow burn that led to nothing and just and just awkwardness. Um, I have the whole story about that, but that's a whole nother Tell topic. me. That's whole nother Tell topic. me. Did you hold hands? No, no, but... Um, but see, I see growing up, I kind of like girls and guys at the same time. I was very confused. Yeah. So I remember there was this one girl that came to camp, and I believe she was like um, really pretty. She was, um, and I we got along great, and I had such a crush on her. Yeah. And you know, all the guy, all the guys liked her. You know, and they she ended up uh, intertwined with the boy that I also liked. So it was a very, uh, I was just very like, not jealous, but just like. I still had fun. It didn't ruin my time, but I remember being very, like, kind of a little sad and just, like, confused. Like, who am I jealous of? Am I jealous of her? Am I jealous of him? Oh, were you the third wheel? Um, A little bit, yeah, because I was, you know, the funny friend, you know. But it was was just, yeah, it was weird. Would they bring you along on, like, activities? And then, like, you'd be doing something and look over and they'd sneak it off making out? Oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, when you're... in, in our camp, everything was, like, together, you know. And we did play rehearsals every day, too. So, you oh, know, my fun. sister and I, we just would be in the back in the chorus just cracking up and having a good time. You're and like, I got to focus on my career. Yeah, yeah. We're all, like, little show kids. <laughs> yeah. Christian show kids. It was fun. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Did she get to the, the Hot Smoke show get to play Mary? That's always the no, coveted role. No, she was, a, she was a background extra like me. Oh. Yeah. But there were a few kids that were always the leads there. But they were always kind of like the, they were a little like, you know. show off show off yeah. yeah. Like the, they were the real stage kids. The real stage kids. Yeah. And they're probably not, I don't know, like I remember those stage kids because I did some like drama stuff in summer camp. Right, and right. In Christian camp. Right. And there were some like kids that were obviously like, oh, you were here last year and you were the lead. And right. Be, oh, yeah. And they were just, um, like I remember the director was like, no spitting. I hate spitting. <laughs> And then, like, the girls all crossed their legs. And I was like, I just want to spit because you told me no. What a horrible <laughs> child I was. <laughs> just taking off my skates and spitting. Uh, um, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know what they're doing now because, like, entertainment itself is Yeah, I so don't know what anyone's doing now. I really would like yeah. to. That's why I love Facebook, I guess. You can see what it is. Yeah, I wonder and, if they're, like, on Broadway or something. You no, know? they're probably married with lots of children. Wonderful little pink little babies. Little pink. <laughs> Yeah, our, our our director was this um, um, and he was a pastor, but he was very sassy. He was an older, overweight man that always rode around in a rascal and a golf oh cart God. all over the camp. And at night, we'd sneak out to play pranks, and like we would just see a silhouette of like a golf cart in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Funny. He was very funny. He was so sarcastic and just. I yeah. remember. Did you? Because um, we would always have like, um, what's that song? Turn around. Every now and then I get a little um, Who? That's an 80s song. Yeah. A Total Eclipse of the Heart. That's it. Yeah. But I do remember a, a couple times they would do these shows. And because um, I was at camp and there would be like this nightly, every night there was this sort of revival that would get you loving God. And you're talking right. about God all day. You're reading about God. And then there was this revival. And, you know, there's thousands of kids and we're all like watching this show and this minister speak. And then they would do this little like theater piece turn around and then this girl would come up and she's just kind of standing there and then somebody would like and dress in all black would hold up a sign saying drugs 
And then she would like turn around, turn around drugs. Yeah. Or, or like, and then sex and sex. Then people oh. would hold up the signs and then she would do this like dance thing. Oh, that's beautiful. In the middle and like turn, like turn away, turn away from it. Or then maybe get involved with sex and then like feel really bad about herself. Oh God. <laughs> Why did they pick that song? I guess because it says turn around. Turn around. And she yeah. just kept turning around, turn around. Let's play that at the end of this. We can only turn episode. around once. So she turned, she, turn- <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps spinning in circles. All right, baby. Um, yeah. Yeah, church camp. It, it was, they taught us a lot of good values and lessons, but it was also like, I never fit in. Neither did I. I was always the, me, my sister and I were kind of like the, yeah. we were like the bad kids in church growing up because we would laugh at everything. We would giggle. We weren't bad. We just, we, we were so like, maybe we got irony at like a young age, but we would just look at each other because my sister has the ability to just look at me and make me laugh because uh-huh. we're just very close in age and like, you know, Even I know what she's up. thinking. And yeah. so we would always, in youth group and, you know, Christian church and camp, we would always just like, we would never be able to sit near each other because we would just be laughing the whole time. That's really sweet, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's but. so sweet. I imagine like back in the 1800s, y'all would probably live like close to each other <laughs> and she'd get a husband and you'd get a wife. I, I, I mean, back then, yeah, I, I guess. I guess you have to. Yeah. Yeah, or you get hung in the gallows. <laughs> or you could be the minister of music and then just be a delightful man. The minister of music. The, the minister of music is usually, like, stereotypically has been, like, a, a gay man that is sort of, like, they consider it, or at least the Southern Baptist Church, they're always like, oh, being gay is, like, a Oh, we have one of those in my church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool that they're there all along and we don't even know. They've been there all along. <laughs> yeah, throughout history. That wow. just goes to show, like, of course it's not, like, a choice. You know? Right. Of course they'd but be, like. But you got to do something with them in it. You gotta put them to you know to work, I guess. But in that sort of community, like they don't, they consider gay as like a um, a, a, a test from God or something. And like God's oh. just testing you. I'm like, okay, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What if like your husband, like your platonic or like your you know cis relationship with your husband was a test from God? I don't know. I mean, doesn't I guess theoretically doesn't everybody get tested? Everybody gets by, tested. You know. Yeah, you know, but they've so. always been there just doing music and living with their moms. Wow. Yeah, because that's what they used to say. Like, oh, oh, I don't think he's gay. I just think he's a mo- like a mama's boy. Mama's or, boy. Or I don't, you know, yeah. oh, he doesn't have a woman. And then and then someone always tries to fix up with a woman and it never, you know. It's... It never works out. And she's always like, hi, I'm the woman. Like, yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the women that marry the, the ministers of music. Very bad. I yes. keep wanting to say minister of magic. Minister of magic. <laughs> I mean, that's much more fun. They still got the wand. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Larson from the brighter side here to talk to you about stamps.com. Listen, who's got time to go to the post office? Really? I mean, you're doing a million things a day. You got to park, you're lugging stuff in there. You got to wait in the long line. It's too much for you. You could do this all from home. That's why you need stamps.com. One of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all from ease. Anyone can use this. Simply use your computer to print the official U.S. Postures 24-7 any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it, 
Once your mail is ready, just hand it into the mail carrier or drop it in the mailbox. It's that simple. You know what I love about stamps.com? I work late. I like to work at four in the morning sometimes because I like to stay up and watch movies. You know what? I should probably get that stuff done. Stamps.com will help you get this manual, painstaking, annoying, mind-numbing work done at whatever time you want to do it. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. Saves you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Right now, the Brighter Side listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Go to Stamps.com, clip on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Brighter Side, all caps. At stamps.com, enter brighter side. Well, this is fun. This has been a fun episode. It ha- yeah. Anything else you want to chat about at summer camp? Um, what are some like uh, things you like extracurricular activities? We talked rollerblading. Rollerblading was fun. I do remember we were making bead bracelets, and this woman oh. was like, "Here's a yellow bead because when you die, you go into the sun." And I've literally never heard that anywhere else. I think she's what 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 crazy religion person. was this? This is Southern Baptist. It's all Southern. Ba- I mean, I think she just made that up. She's crazy. Well, that's the thing. Like when you grow up in a church, like we had a hodgepodge of all different beliefs in my church. So we had people speaking in tongues, and what? we had people that thought that was all BS, and it was just like a mix of. But yeah, church camp. Um, church camp was a lot of fun, and I don't know if you have any more. Uh, Tales out of uh... tales of church camp. Oh, there was um, <clears throat> there were these like four, you know, four people in a room, and there, I got put up in the room because I'd always go alone. And there was three girls that knew each other, and right. they were very pretty, and you could just tell they were very popular. Right. And um, they requested I move to another cabin. <sighs> what? That is yeah. so mean. Did, did you have to do it? Yeah, I had to get all my stuff and go. And then they were just like looking at me, what? collect my stuff, and then the door closed. Did and they then just they... single you out? Yeah, because I remember like I washed my hair and I had a gnat in, or like a like a clump of hair and I was like trying to brush it out. Right. And they just kind of like looked at me like in shock, and then they we did we went off and did something, came back, and then a counselor was like, "You have to go to this other cabin," and um, I had to pack up my stuff in front of them, and they were all quiet, staring at me, and I closed the door, and they all laughed. Oh my god, that is I am so sorry you went through that. <laughs> that is humiliating. I mean. A lot of my childhood of like popular girls being like, "Look at this bitch being alive." Well, you, you know? know why? Because you you probably were a knockout growing up, and they probably were just like, "You you were probably like, we need to get this girl out of here because she's oh, going to take all the boys away." You know. <laughs> well, thank you. I never looked at it like that. But I that's probably like... what it was. Usually, when girls do that to other girls, it's because they're just jealous. Oh, I, yeah, I always thought because I was a big old stupid loser. Not at all. Thank no. you. No way. Oh. We would have been. Trust me, if you would have come to my camp, my my drama camp, mm-hmm. there we would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of like a little backstabbing. Well, I guess they, you know, they wanted to get the husband, make the. And they probably did, and he's probably. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Best of luck to Be- all of them. What do they say in the South? Uh, bless your, bless their heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Bless all their hearts. <laughs> Well, this is fun. We would have totally been friends. We would have, yeah. Yeah. 
Rock on. Yeah. yeah, church summer camp isn't all as bad as it is. You do learn some good things. You see some bad things. Oh, I mean, you see the bit. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of horrible things happening. And, and Oh, yeah. Especially like, as like a little girl. Like, oh, yeah. I would, my mother, I'm very grateful that she protected me Same. from men. But there were so many girls. I mean, I think like maybe a year ago in my mother's church, or a, a neighboring church, my mother. Right. There was a girl who was 15 years old, and her grandmother walked in on the 45-year-old minister having sex with her. Wow. And uh, so the grandmother tells the whole congregation, you know, we need to get him out of here. The preacher needs to go. And then instead of, like, you know, getting the preacher out of there, the congregation said, well, she comes from a divorced parents, and she's kind of oh asking for it. and like making excuses and they kept saying we don't want to make waves and he's there and he's still preaching and like no like that's horrible horrible she's yeah. like 15 14 and like had sex with this man like that is rape oh, even yeah. if she said yes she's a child yeah it's hard it's horrible like especially if you read about what's happening in like the Jehovah's Witness oh really church right now a lot of that happening a lot of like I mean, I was lucky. I grew up, uh, my mom was very, my mom's a very tough woman. Nobody messes with her. Mm -hmm. So uh, my sister and I were shielded from all that kind of abuse. But like, and I don't think that happened in our church to my knowledge, but I definitely heard stories about, you know, the church down the street. And yeah. And I read a whole thing on it the other day about what's going on in the Jehovah's Witnesses, similar to what's going on in the Catholic Church. Really? Is it and it's little just, boys or girls? Or uh, girls. Really? Girls, yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, it's probably both, but, yeah. it, and there's just, you know, because of the patriarchal mm-hmm. structure of that, of most religions, like, yeah, like, it's like the mom is just saying, oh, well, Oh, you know, he's the whatever they have over there. He's the leader, and it's her fault, even yeah. though she's a child. It's horrible. Yeah, it's always the woman's fault. Women are always blamed for the mistakes of men. Every time. Oh, always. Always. And if you, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it makes it's, me want to throw my LaCroix across the room. Yeah, mine <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. Man, so much uh, of that. I mean, like, none of the men, because, uh, again, my mother's very tough, but I remember, right. like, Ministers would travel through, like youth ministers, and there was one guy who was hitting on my friend, Timberly, who was like such a sweetheart, beautiful woman, like young right. woman. She was one of those people that's like a young woman, you know? Right. Like you can be 14, 15, and like this is like, she's going to have a, like kids soon. You right, know? She's right. going to be a great mom, like she's got it all. Right. And he was just like, I remember as a kid being like, is he flirting with her? And then he was asked to leave immediately. Because it's something he did. I don't know what. And I don't think he touched her or anything, but he, the church just allowed this man to come in, and now he's got all these pretty young girls. Ugh. Oh, my God. God. And they just, he just packed up his wagon and went along well, at the end. to another church. Went to another. To, Nobody's ever going to stop him. No. Because nobody ever wanted, wants to make waves. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, those are the same people. They're like, we don't need me to. And I'm like, I don't know. Just look at all this bullshit. Yeah, I think just look at the past uh, all time. And <laughs> of the whole time when people just got allowed to got away with yeah, doing this. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you got to like lay in the bed you made, dude. You know, yeah. you going around touching these girls? Go to fucking jail. Uh, well, yeah, church was a delight. Food's a delight. That's a big thing with church is the food afterwards. We had uh, potlucks. Yes. Always, you know. Always. Someone would always bring that ambrosia salad. That was like a constant. Oh, with some old marshmallows. Lady that, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you got to bring something for to enjoy everything. Yeah. But we, I mean, we would do it up. 
um, potlucks were great or like after church. Sometimes my aunts would be like, Amber, come with us because mm-hmm. uh, we they had to, they had like the, the the green beans on the on the stove and the red beans or whatever, like going all day. Right. But then last minute you want to get like the cornbread and the um, the fried okra, like oh. get all that together. And they would like we'd cut out a little bit before the sermon's done just to beat the traffic to get home. Mm-hmm. So then that way when everybody comes over, they get the food. Yeah. Like fresh. Boom. And the minister always gets a plate first. Wow. Minister, like every Sunday. I don't remember that. In my, we had something called a men's breakfast. Oh, yeah? And it would all be yeah. all the men that would get together and cook breakfast, and we did it. That was fun. That was so much fun. I remember a men's breakfast. Yeah. 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 It was cool. Aww. I mean, eating is always any excuse to eat. Uh, yeah. It's and just it, a good excuse. It's good. And it is like a <laughs> fellowship. It is right. It is. together. Yeah. Yeah. I did a juice cleanse for a week just to like see what's up. Uh-huh. And the thing that I hated the most about it was that you can't, like with juicing, you don't talk to people. No. Because so, the blender is so freaking loud. You can't hear what they're saying. You're right. What? <laughs> and uh, yeah, then like when you sit down, you want to break the bread. You want to talk about the chicken. Right. You know? Yeah. And then there's none of that. You're just like sipping on green juice. Like what are you going to, you can't talk to people. Like there's no fellowship. No. I mean, you could probably go to like, you know, some, you could probably walk outside and maybe find some people to talk about your juicing habits with maybe. Oh, but <laughs> I don't know why I do want to do that. I don't know why. That sounds like a horrible day. <laughs> I mean, I, There's no, I feel like that's the future, you know, I, and I hate that future. Right. Because you feel very regulated and very like, well, I do this now and then this now. Very and robotic. Plan for me. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're in Westworld or something. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Like Soylent. I have a friend that drinks Soylent. That's horrible. Like how can you see that? I mean, I mean, I, some people eat to live and I live to eat. There and you that's go. that's where it is. Like I could not do that. Soylent stuff. And uh-uh. No. No, because you don't know what that is, and it's also based off that movie made of people. Right. I don't care. My theory is like they put um. I'm gonna sound like real crazy, but they. I think they put nanotechnology. Maybe. maybe. I, I I don't actually think this, but it's something that I think about sometimes. Like, what if they put that into the, or one day they will, and that's how they. That's yeah. how they get you. That's how they get you. That's how you get the chip in you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind getting the chip in me because I can't remember passwords. I and mean, I like, it would be nice password? to just scan my wrist to do things. I love this phone because I use my fingerprint, and that's uh, yeah. how I log on to everything. And then as soon as I'm not on my phone, I'm like, what's your password? I'm like, fuck if I know. Speaking of food, <laughs> I went to church on Mother's Day. I did it for, like, a gift for my mom. Right. And um, the food afterwards, because they mentioned in the service that it was um, – they re- they take stuff from the grocery store that the groceries like gone. That doesn't want. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. Was it bad? Didn't even what kind of food was it? It was like some kind of pork thing that you know when you smell something and it stings and you're like, if I eat that I'm gonna get sick. Yes, yes. Very primal. Yeah. And I looked around. It was a lot of homeless people eating. Right. Um, a lot of a lot of homeless people came in at the end of the service. Right. Because they just wanted like a little taste of church and then get that food. Right. And I feel like you gotta stay for the whole service if you want the food. It's kind of rude. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I mean beggars can't be choosers. What comes with the weird pork, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like meat. Yeah, meat to me freaks me out in that sense. But no way. We had some damn good, good food. I just yeah. can't compare. Well, I mean, you're from the south. Yeah. So- southern food in general is probably better than so good. Most foods. <coughs> it is the best food. Well, it's like, you know. From all over the world. I mean, okra right. came from Africa. Bring right. that over here. It's so good. Yeah. And you got fried 
like fried chicken and which is everywhere. Every every culture has fried chicken. Right. I Everybody mean, loves it. It's delicious. Korean people got fried chicken. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love fried chicken. All right. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> this has been fun. Be good to yourself, everybody. Go to church or not. I don't know. Write in. Tell us about your Christian summer camp experiences. Fun? No fun? Did you play? Did you kiss? Did you not kiss? Were you ostracized? Would you have been friends with Eddie and I? Or would you have been like those girls and kicked me out? (laughs) (laughs) Watch the girls write in. Write in like, you (laughs) filthy bitch. You stinky whore. All right. Uh, We love you all. Take care of yourself. Uh, Do you have anything you want to promote, Eddie? Um, nothing, uh, nothing. I have a short film coming out. I don't know where it's going to sh- play, um, but you could follow my Instagram. Uh, it's at Eddie Ewing, E-D-D-Y-E-W-I-N-G. Um, and that's all I have. I don't have a Twitter or anything. So Hell yeah. Get yeah. rid of the social media. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm on Am- Amber Smelson, A-M-B-E-R-S-M-E-L-S-O-N. I got a bunch of shows. I promote them on Instagram. Twitter, I just kind of make some jokes and log off. Here's a joke I made the other day. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> oh, I burped. Joke I made the other day. What did it go? Um, whenever somebody leaves a half-empty drink, I'm like, you better finish that. There's a sober child somewhere. <laughs> Is that funny? That's funny. Thank you. That's like something like uh, one of my aunts would say. Like, <laughs> a cigarette. Um, <laughs> oh, man, that's who my personality is going to be like. Let me tell be, you, boys. It's going to be cool. There you go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Love you so much. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Who says comfy can't be work appropriate? Beta Brand wants you to look good and feel good, even at the office. Their dress pant yoga pant features ultra comfy styles designed to impress. Wrinkle resistant, four-way stretch ponte knit fabric. Dress pant details like faux zippers, pockets, front buttons, and belt loops. Options for all shapes, sizes, and tastes. Boot cut, straight leg, skinny, cropped, and more. Standard colors like black, navy, gray, khaki, with seasonal and limited edition colors released monthly. Four lengths to choose from, and even styles featuring functional pockets. Beta Brand connects shoppers and designers to bring new ideas to life. They welcome feedback and bring crowdsourced ideas straight into the design room. Shoppers can vote for designs to become crowdfunded projects on the site. Hundreds of designers and thousands of designs on their site so far. They feel so comfortable, so light, so loose, and my butt looks so good. Jeans always feel sort of stiff and stifling, and I can never really relax in them, and they're always a little... Casual. How are jeans casual yet not relaxing? I don't get it. Though with Beta Brand, these are casual and impressive. That's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com slash brightside to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com. B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D dot com slash brightside, all lowercase, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Yeah, thank you, Eddie and Amber, for talking about Jesus Camp. I did not go, but I did go to Catholic school. That was not good for me. I don't know. Some people it goes, it saves them, and they want to get really involved in the church. 
all it did was turn me away from it, to be honest with you. It was a little much, and I just didn't believe in any of it. <laughs> uh, the first chance I got, I told my parents, uh, I need to go to public school with normal children. And then my mom didn't want me to go. And so I was sixth grade. I threatened to fail on purpose. And I think she saw that I wasn't lying. And they wouldn't they let me uh, go to public school. I convinced my dad very easily. I was like, I want to go to free school. Can you just send me to free school? I really appreciate that. And that was easy to uh, that was easy to convince him. But um, I mean, it works for some people. If you like it, you love it. Um, it definitely like I had to go to CCD because I was almost confirmed at that point. So I remember if I'm looking at a brighter side, when I went to CCD, I was definitely like the most knowledgeable kid on the Bible when I got there. Not whether I believed it in or not, but I definitely knew a lot about it. And so I was able to just sleep during my CCD classes. So that is my brighter side of Catholic school. Eddie, Amber, thank you so much for um, taking care of this while I've been out of town. Uh, I'll get with you guys soon. We're going to have a, another episode with Holden McNeely really soon while I'm in New York. And uh, maybe I could talk Cena John into doing a show. Uh, I love you guys. You're the best. Um, check out Historical Rose this week. Comes out on Monday. Uh, I'm very happy about it. I love it so much. Uh, please. It's on Netflix. Memorial Day. You're going to love it. Cleopatra and Frank. Martin Luther King. Muhammad Ali. Uh, Abraham Lincoln it's it's crazy you know they they let us get away with this it was Netflix is the coolest Uh, I love this show so much I wrote on it you're not going to see me in it but I wrote on it Uh, see if you can figure out which jokes are mine and and tweet tweet them at me at Eddie Tunes underscore Uh, this has been the brighter side I love you all be good to yourselves and I'll see you see you soon peace This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.